Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Welcome to episode 71, another opportunity for me to share my reflections and my observations. I've just hit another milestone as I surpassed 70 episodes of the Focus on Why podcast since launch on the 30th of April. Why so many episodes? It's simple. So many people are stepping forward, keen to share their lives and their experiences with others. I get approached every day from people wishing to share why they do what they do because they know that they have experiences that will inspire others to take action and perhaps learn from the mistakes that they have made. The conversations are always varied as people's experiences are unique, yet there are always learnings to be applied from them. In today's Reflections and Observations episode, the topics of connection, storytelling, personal development and real life challenges run through the core of these six episodes. The connections we form with the people around us, the stories we share, how we communicate our messages and the fundamental understanding of human behaviour all lie at the heart of these stories. Why do we do what we do? Despite the technological advances in life, human behaviour hasn't really changed much over the millennia. We still seek belonging and purpose in how we live our lives. And today I will share some insights that I have observed from the last six guests on the podcast. Episode 65, The Smart Connector with Jane Baylor. The word people is often the most repeated word in the majority of the conversations that I have with my guests, and Jane's was no exception, with the word people repeated over 70 times. Now, before you think I sit here and count all those words separately, I do not. I have an app called Otto AI that transcribes all of the podcast content into written format, which helps me to write the show notes and identify the key takeaways for the audiogram. And for writing these reflections and observations, because I can scan the content much more easily. People, business and connection were the three most popular words in Jane's episode, which is not surprising, really, because Jane is on a mission to empower as many people, notably entrepreneurs, as possible to become better communicators. For her, communication, influence and rapport are the key elements required for people to become more powerful versions of themselves. Hearing Jane's dysfunctional upbringing and the tough moments she's been through, it makes sense that she is seeking a better life for herself now and for those around her that she can help. She has taken control of her future, put the past firmly in the past and surrounded herself with the best people. Are you surrounded by the best people? For Jane, she said that for her, these people would need to hold integrity, put people before profit, be fun-loving, relaxed and have powerful values and principles. What do the best people need to do, be and have for you to allow them into your close circle? Now, I've talked about this before in terms of who's in your troop. And the reason I highlight it again is it is so important to have the right people around you at the right time. I have just employed a new mentor as I want to take my business to the next level and I want to get out of my own way to do that. Mentors and coaches should always have their own mentors and coaches to take them to the next steps, to take them through those steps that you wish to take, to expedite the journey, to learn from their mistakes and up-level the skills. 
Who do you need to help you to move forward? Could I be that person for you? If you're looking to make the first steps in a new direction and need the clarity around why you're doing what you're doing, I can help you to find that clarity and direction. I can help you to take those first steps. Just book in a call via the link in the show notes. Episode 66, Challenge Your Thinking with Marcus Kauke. I've had so many people reach out to say how much they enjoyed this episode and how much sense Marcus spoke. It's not surprising that they felt he was talking directly to them. He's a veteran in the business of sales and he knows exactly how and when it is time to listen and exactly when and what it is time to share. Ask the right questions and listen to find the root cause of the real problems. People are resistant to change and they're resistant to challenges. I love the phrase he used, which is that it was his job to hold up the ugly mirror to the client. What a great metaphorical exercise to explore the reality of what's going on. Challenge what is going on in your life and see what is really happening. Often when we're in the frame, we can't see the picture. But if we hold up the ugly mirror, we can see exactly what's going on. Slow down to speed up. We are in a rush to be somewhere in the future without appreciating that right now is life too. Marcus's recommendation to take time out for planning, to take a question, a piece of paper and a pen and lock yourself away somewhere for 45 minutes a day is an excellent one. In The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham, at the end of each chapter, Keith recommends thinking time and even gives you questions to pose during this time. His closing words of each chapter are, go think, you'll thank me later. This book is also one of Marcus's favourites and a book well worth reading. Easy to follow, easy to apply. Go buy it now. Hey, you'll thank me later. Episode 67, Invest in Yourself First with Shali Singh. What does it mean to become socially and financially independent? Do you need to fly across the world to another continent before finding those answers? For Shali, she did. She wanted to be independent and not reliant on her family for anything. She wanted to unleash the potential she knew was within her and establish an independent life from a standing start with limited life skills and resources. She found out the hard way how to do things such as how to draft a CV and a covering letter or prepare for an interview, cook her own meals or even do the laundry. What does it feel like to be independent? Liberating was the word that Shally used to describe how she felt. She had the freedom of thought, behaviour, choice and future. She took control and responsibility of her life and now she has found a way to apply the hidden creative potential that she knew she had but never knew how to channel. Her personal development journey is similar to mine. Once you step into that space, there is no turning back. You become aware of what is possible. And I know it sounds cliche, however, the sky's the limit. She talks of the book, The Compound Effect, and if you haven't read it before, then I highly recommend getting yourself a copy. I've put a link to the book in the show notes. If you have read it before and you're currently not getting the results you desire, I suggest you take some time out to revisit it and look at the actions that the book recommends you take. Einstein said that compounding is the eighth wonder of the world. It is the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. This book, The Compound Effect, is based on the principle that decisions shape your destiny. The author, Darren Hardy, says your future is what you make of it. Little, everyday decisions will take you either to the life you desire or to disaster by default. In fact, it's the smallest decisions that shape our lives. From what to eat and where to work, to the people you spend your time with, to how you spend your afternoon, every choice shapes how you live today, but more importantly, how you live the rest of your life. 
And the good news changes within you. So in the same way that a 1% miscalculation can send you veering wildly off your life's course, a mere 1% readjustment can also bring you right back home. The trick is finding the plan, the map that shows you where that home is, how you get there, how you stay on the path. Most people get tripped up by the sheer simplicity of the compound effect. They quit too early when eating healthily or exercising because they still are overweight and they don't see the results. Or they stop playing piano because they haven't become Chopin after six months. What they don't realise is that these small, seemingly insignificant steps completed consistently over time will create a massive difference. A radical difference. It's a simple formula. Hardy's formula is small, smart choices plus consistency plus time equals a radical difference. Your life is a product of the daily choices you make and you can change your life simply by changing your choices. Your thoughts, your choices lead to your actions, which lead to the results, which in turn become habits and the basis of your character who is defining your future. That's you. Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. What you do today matters. In fact, what you do every day matters. If you want to design your future and create the success that you really desire, you need to understand that the choices you make every moment all compound and make that difference. Episode 68. Everything is energy with Angela Rigby. We are surrounded by energy as it presents itself in differing forms in our world. There's mechanical, thermal, nuclear, chemical, electromagnetic, sonic, gravitational, kinetic, potential and ionisation. However, in this episode, we're focusing on pranic energy or life energy, which keeps the body strong and alive. And Angela shares how as well as our physical body, we have an energetic component to us as well. Often known as qi, with its origins in early Chinese philosophy, qi is the life-giving vital energy that unites the body, the mind and the spirit. Fascinated by the concept, something I had not encountered before, I asked Angela to share with me more about pranic healing and she gave me a mini session before we recorded the podcast. I would liken it to a form of meditation from my perspective and I felt my chest relax and my breathing less laboured, which had been an issue for me for many weeks beforehand. Of course, it was a very short session. However, I am always keen to explore new concepts. Not that pranic healing is new, it's just new to me. Based on the principle that the body is self-healing and is able to repair itself, pranic healers help to accelerate the process by encouraging vital energy to the area of the body that needs it most and removes the blockages. On another level, this refers back to Marcus Kauke's episode where if we challenge our thinking, hold up our mirror, we can see and subsequently focus our attention to what areas need to be healed. The last two episodes both focus on the fascination that we humans have for storytelling and from very different perspectives. First up is episode 69, Real Connection with Marina Conway-Gordon. Again, People and connection, or the words, feature highest in this episode, and Marina strips right back what real life looks like to her. Standing on a beach in Mexico, taking a selfie in the same spot where everyone else had been queuing up to do the same, she had an epiphany about what was happening in that moment. Asking herself deep questions about herself, it was an awakening of what was Marina's story? Who is Marina? Real life of brands, her business was formed in that moment, 
And Marina talks of authenticity versus curation, of real stories, of real people, and the 360-degree viewpoint that we project via social media. Marina wants us to share the ups and the downs so that we don't see the glossy, perfect version that's just not authentic. She wants us to show our vulnerability, to connect and have real connection with others. We've become saturated with so much content. So to stand out, we actually just need to be real, to show the real side of us, the behind the scenes versions that people don't always see. We've moved from scrolling to swiping as the stories feed tends to show the real picture as opposed to the more curated images in the posts. We are interested in moments of time or in a series of moments in time that we can piece together to form the real picture, perhaps like a jigsaw. Imagine just being handed a finished jigsaw that someone else has put together. We would feel cheated of not being able to complete it for ourselves. Seeing all the pieces and constructing it ourselves, we get to see how it's come together. We feel more a part of that story. We feel more part of that person. We feel a better, more real connection. Marina strips back the curation of who she is and shares all the components that come together. And in doing so, we get that full picture. It's not the sensationalism that we seek. It's honesty and authenticity that forms better connection, the real connection with others. Final episode today is episode 70, Keep It Simple with Bill Schley. After realising that authors I reached out to were more than willing to come on the podcast and share their whys, I immediately contacted Bill Schley as the learnings from his book, The Microscript Rules, were fundamental for me in the creation of not only this podcast name, but my tagline too. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. It's a microscript. Bill advocates that you make micro-messaging your default for communicating everything that is worth remembering because it is not what people hear that matters, it is what they repeat that counts. You want people to remember your message exactly as you want it to be received. That's why less is more because if the message doesn't work by word of mouth, it doesn't work. And that's why we use metaphors, we use stories. Stories are the key to communication and one of the stories that Bill shares in his book The microscript rules is the legend that Ernest Hemingway took a bet that he could write a novel, a whole novel in just six words. Possible? Well, after completing his novel, Hemingway is said to have claimed it was the best he'd ever written. And this is what he wrote. For sale, baby shoes, never worn. My goodness, does that not conjure up? raw emotion and vivid imagery as your imagination starts to run wild about what's happened, why were the shoes never worn, who were they supposed to have been worn by? The movie immediately starts to play in front of us. So what is a microscript and why does it work so well? It's a short phrase or a rule of thumb. We use microscripts every day without even realising. Metaphors or rhymes that often are used to help us to remember things. Parents use them to instill life lessons to their children. These are my microscripts that I remember from growing up. Less is more. A dog is for life, not just for Christmas. The truth is offset in jest. Slow and steady wins the race. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Ne'er cast a clout till may be out. What ones can you roll off your tongue easily that you probably are not even aware that you've kept in your memory? People are at the heart of our lives, our business. It's all about people, all about the relationships and the stories that we tell. We are all storytellers. We've always been storytellers since the beginning of time. 
with wisdom being passed down from generations to generations through religious scripts, fables, myths, stories. According to Bill Schley, your story isn't everything. It's the only thing. It's not what people hear. It's what they repeat. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrollinson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.